0: This is a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. Go to allthews.3cr.org.au I want you
1: to, to all the bicycle riders in Bicycle rider, bicycle rider Bicycle rider Bike rider, bike rider, bike rider, and good morning and welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Bicycle Users Group radio program on Community Radio 3CR, 8.55am and digital. And thank you to Democracy Now! for the last hour of current affairs. And uh, we're Yarra Bicycle User Group Radio, we're a show about uh, cycling and related transport issues, broadcasting from Melbourne, Australia. And my name's Chris, and this week I'm filling in for Val and Faith, and they should be back shortly. In today's show, I'll be speaking to Emily about her very successful campaign, um, possible campaign to do with Care for Cyclists, a sticker campaign and fundraising campaign, and how she came to that. And... uh, Interesting over the weekend, I was um, out and about, and I saw a hell of a lot of um, mums and kids on bikes, and especially on uh, cargo bikes and uh, backfits and the like. So that was an amazing thing to see, and something that I've picked up is uh, I managed to get myself a Fly6, which is one of those um, little techni- uh, little devices now you can put on your bike, it's a, a like It looks exactly like a a bit of a chunky rear camera or rear – I've preempted myself there – a rear light, but it's got a camera inbuilt. So, um, yeah, I actually was more interested in looking at road conditions and not catching errant uh, motorists. I was kind of more from a slight documentary point of perspective. I was kind of interested in the Fly 6 technology. And also, there's also a thing called the Fly 12, which you can put on the front, but I'm not – endorsing these in any way I just find them a really interesting little thing because years ago people started talking about putting you know cameras and stuff on your bike and um, I went out and got one of a I think it was an Oregon Scientific and was mucking around with that for a few years it was it was quite interesting I was again I was more interested in observing things other than trying to catch somebody out so, um, over the weekend, again, there was some interesting stuff from the UK that um, Sir Chris Boardman is uh, doing a documentary or some type of explanatory uh, series on cycling and bikes. And if I can get this thing to work, I had a really good quote here from Mr. Boardman that I wanted to read. And um, But there was there's some interesting stuff of like, you know, infrastructure, helmets, how to overtake bikes. Or cyclists, and he actually had some really interesting stuff to come out with about helmets in particular. But I just can't bring the quote up here. But um, something to keep an eye on it was um, in the UK, and it should be some let me think there, there. There should be something on YouTube or any of the UK sites about um, probably look up uh, Bike Biz Carlton Red site to see. Um, the, um, any more on that? I'm sorry, being a little bit vague and wafty about it. It's just, uh, what I was looking for here isn't showing up. Oh, now I have it. Wonderful. Petting around. Okay, this is about Chris Boardman writing. And if you don't know who Chris Boardman is, he is an Olympic cyclist of great repute in the UK and he's someone who's kind of held up as some paradigm of racing cyclist but he's now uh, taking on the role of being an advocate for commuter and everyday transport as for bikes. The quote, I dressed as I would to drive down to the shops I have nothing against helmets if I go on a long ride I wear one sometimes out of habit often on a mountain bike but I'm under no illusion about the effect on my safety I manufacture the things. In an incident with a car, they will almost have no effect. They are being used to deflect from making real decisions and I won't waste airtime talking about them. The danger for me is being hit by a vehicle doing something it shouldn't. We should focus on, on how we stop accidents, not what happens to people who have them. It's a really good statement because how many times have you seen uh, something reported about an incident involving a bike rider and a car, or a, in in the in the media, and person concerned with, may or may not have been wearing a helmet? It's about as um, relevant as someone may or may not have had airbags or. It's, it it's, it's a very interesting um, paradigm we've got ourselves into of accepting the way that things are reported when they have nothing really to do or the perspective of the opinion of they may have really nothing to do with the incident where the other um, operator of a vehicle or whatever – uh, was, in, you know, in the wrong. And we can get into quite in-depth things here about, you know, presumed liability, um, strict liability. But that's coming from a bloke who's probably spent the last two to three decades as his workplace being on a bike, out there, you know, either training, um, being an elite athlete, who'd probably know more about riding on roads than many of us. And that's a very interesting statement to come out, especially when he manufactures the things as well. That's to do with Helmets. What else we got here over the weekend? Um, oh, I suppose if quite a few of you be pulling up saw from um, the uh, Fields of Joy cycle cross on the weekend. That looked like it was like heaps of fun. Nice and muddy and cold of late here in Melbourne. And uh, the other thing to keep in mind that uh, it's nice and sunny right now in Melbourne. If you've been out there on Saturday or uh, Sunday, it's been, you know, Not too bad, but we're going to get some stuff coming in this afternoon. And something to keep an eye on too is that in the city there was a crane came down on the Kingsway overpass, underpass, you probably know the area down in South Bank, and you really think, oh, it's probably got nothing to do with us. Well, actually, it's gridlocked down there and there's probably going to be lots of people in cars, probably not really sure of what they're doing. So if you're around that part of the city, around um, Clarendon Street, that kind of area, further along, um, even all the way up to um, Mount Alexandria Road, just be a bit wary. They're a little bit, you know, all over the shop today until that crane thing gets tidied up. So today I'm going to be chatting to Emily, and it was about the We Love It stickers, ca- um, We Love It Cyclists campaign also, the We Love Stickers, and about what she did about um, something that happened earlier this year on Sydney Road. In Brunswick, which many of you would be aware of, and her response to that. And she's had a very successful campaign um, to raise money, and along the way, what um, also to design and facilitate, and where, where she's coming from for doing her own campaign to break down that divide between road users as we're not something separate, other. We're just like you and I, or everybody else, you want someone's mum, someone's dad, someone's daughter, someone's auntie, someone's team leader, <laughs> uh, just using things for, using bikes for transport. Anyway, I'm going to take a quick break, and we should have Emily back in a couple of moments.
0: It's time once again for you to test your brain capacity at the Lost in Science Trivia Night.
1: We don't expect you to perform complex
0: calculus, but maybe brush up on your periodic table. Yeah, And support us. Uh, Entry is $15 for 3CR subscribers or concession, $20 for everybody else. It's happening at the Birmingham Hotel, corner of Johnson Street and Smith Street. In Fitzroy, Tuesday the 18th of August. Doors will be open at 6.30pm. Check the 3CR
1: website for details or book your tickets beforehand on Eventbrite by searching for Lost in Science Trivia 2015. Lost in Science is a 3CR production. Join us for the launch of Left Radio, a new wing of the people's media on 3CR. Featuring a massive lineup of granical beats and rhythms from Ezekiel Ott's Divinia Providential, New Dub City released the dub's DJ set. Ray Pereira and Kanchana Karnaratna on Afro-Lankan drumming system. And Pressure Drop. Friday, August 21st at 7 pm at the Kindred Studios, 212A Whitehall Street, Yarrowell. Full bar and Sri Lankan feast available from 7 pm. $15 for and $10 concession. Proceeds go to 3CR and Greenleaf Weekly. And don't forget, you can catch Greenleaf Radio Fridays from 8 to 8.30am 8
0: on 3CR.
1: And you're back listening to Yarrabosca Users Group Radio on Community Radio, 8.55am and digital, that being 3CR. Are you there, Emily?
0: I'm here.
1: Hi, Chris. Excellent. The line's beautiful and clear.
0: Excellent.
1: Yes, yeah. it is. Okay. So, um, yeah, talk to you today about your recent possible campaign and how you came to like doing that. Um, <laughs> yes. It must, 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 be, must be a multifaceted uh, tale thus far.
0: Yeah, it's one that changes every day. Um, it started as a, yeah, here's an idea, let's, let's just do a possible campaign. But, um, yeah, it's quite a bit involved, it turns out. But it's been, it's been great fun and we've had a really positive response.
1: And um, a bit about yourself, uh, you know, ride for yeah. transport, you know, ha- how'd you come to this? Well, I'm a, I'm a commuter cyclist, but I don't work too far from home. So
0: I'm, uh, I guess I'm an inner city cyclist and that's in the city in Melbourne and the idea came to me I think late last year just cycling around and just getting tired of feeling scared on the roads with a few close calls and wishing there was some way that I could know which drivers have my best interests at heart because I know so many cyclists drive cars and I do and um, yeah I just I I get a bit frustrated with the gap um, the the pitting drivers and cyclists off against one another. And I thought, I wonder if there's a way, what could we do to try and bridge that?
1: Because that's a good way of coming at it because it gets away from the you're something other. So therefore, I see you as, you know, people may not even think it this far as like an outgroup that I can do something against and get away with. And you're taking a, a, um, your view is that you've got to personalise it and de-escalate.
0: Yeah, I really felt like there needed to be a personal message. Um... And especially, you know, we're we're people on bits of metal (laughs) cycling along. We're all someone's daughter or son. Uh, We all have family and friends and people who care about us. And everyone who's driving a car has other people in their lives. And I just thought mutual respect and and a a reminder um, of what we mean to each other, which, you know, in some ways sounds wishy-washy, but also really simple and... uh, a chance to maybe start a little bit of a conversation about drivers who are connected to cyclists—that it's not either or.
1: Yeah, it's not an either or argument. You should be seeing, like, you know, the, the thing of riding a bike is just another way to get around, and yeah, it's the um, at these continual discussions that we've been having on this show for a long time about normalising. Yeah and um was it was there something that really kind of pushed you towards doing these these stickers?
0: Yeah, there were a few steps along the way. Um, I think you've probably discussed on your show the the tragic death of the Italian boy, the twenty six year old Alberto um, Polon, who was car-doored on Sydney Road and died um that the memorial ride um up Sydney Road with thousands of cyclists and once once I was there and I'd had the idea and thought, okay, this needs to happen, I just chatted with people as I cycled along on that ride and um, in some ways was surprised that it hadn't been tried before, that we hadn't tried to connect the two groups. Um, and then I was also at a sustainability uh, a community event and it was a really inspiring event and at the end we had to brainstorm in small groups, okay, like, hey, what's one thing you could do and and... And I shared this idea for, you know, what about a sticker? What about, which has now turned into 14 stickers. <laughs> um, and we, I shared it publicly in front of 300 or so strangers and thought, well, I better do it now. So I went home and started researching that night. And um, it took a few more months, but that's when it came to, came to, uh, into being. And I was able to put, put the campaign up online.
1: Yeah, because that's a, that's a pretty good uh, test focus group, you know, 300 complete strangers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, and now it's going out to even more complete strangers. But um, we had our mail out to the possible supporters on the weekend and, um, you know, I recognise maybe a quarter of the names of, you know, friends and families that we had, family members. We had 170 supporters and they were all over Australia and um you know, we've got some stickers going out to to New York, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, 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 I feel really chuffed when I see an address interstate and know that yeah, this is a message people are prepared to try.
1: Because this was a very successful possible campaign. You actually got oversubscribed, which is you know it's really difficult to kind of sometimes get these things going. And yeah. you you actually had a very modest budget, and you you met it.
0: Yeah, I I hadn't. Realise quite how difficult it might be. Mm. Um, that's that's one of the tricky things. If possible, it looks very simple. Um, social media definitely helped, and and getting on Twitter helped immensely, which I didn't do until the last week. Um, so, but we were also very lucky in that we had an anonymous donation. Um, in that I could I could now see who who this person is, their name and address, but I don't know who they are, and they donated a thousand dollars in the last week. So that. Mm really helped us. Um and I'm just working up the nerve to go and knock on their door because they're they're a local and um and say thank you because that was amazing. Um that really, really helped. It was a definitely around the clock constantly getting the message out, feeling like I was um, you know, flooding people's inboxes and Facebook feeds and but yeah, it um, I think because it had a visual attached and I think because the message was positive and um there were lots of options. <laughs> Certainly, with fourteen stickers, there's definitely one that relates to your life um, or the lives of your family members.
1: Yeah. So with the actual stickers, you kind of did a bit of a straw poll or something of or the most popular, and that's how you're going to like print off amounts of them, like the most popular, and then uh, um, you know smaller amounts of the other, the other kind yeah, of things on them.
0: That was the plan um, to. With the possible campaign, we then, with the rewards, uh, our supporters could choose how many stickers they wanted, and, and then I sent out a survey uh, to find out what they, you know, which stickers were the most popular. In the end, it was an even spread. So as far as a straw poll goes, um, it was a bit tricky. I had thought it would be really heavily weighted, but it turns out. Everyone cares about a lot of people, yeah, really. Yeah. Um, so in the end, I ordered equal numbers. Um, we printed 7,000 in total, uh, so that's 500 per type of sticker.
1: Ooh, and, that's pretty um, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that is all, that is a pretty good amount. And what kind of, I've got to ask you, because um, I've been a connoisseur of stickers yeah. over the years. Are these kind of like oh, nice good, vinyl, vinyl ones that you've got, you can put on cars? Yeah. Okay, that's good, good, good. good.
0: I, I wish I'd called you for some tips. That would have been great. Okay, um, no, I can they're, been... they're vinyl. They're, yeah. they're UV resistant. They last four years, I've been told. Um, and we, um, yeah, had to do a fair bit of research. I originally wanted to go with a sustainable local company. Um, but as it turns out, unfortunately, outdoor printer, outdoor stickers there's
1: not a lot that's sustainable about them if they're going to last in the weather uh, yes um yes. I could have told you a few things about that but um you', you, you yeah. you've already now but you've already actually done and worked it out because if you're going to have the yeah. message and messaging is important yeah. you've got to have that balancing act between will they yeah. last two weeks and look really fabulous and start to peel mm. and they've got to be UV stable and all that sort of stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's and like a it's, a it's been a good learning
0: process oh yeah, so, yeah. Chat about stickers another time. Yeah, um, yeah. so we're now calling, we're, the possible rewards have gone out, which is great, and now I'm putting out the call to larger groups and organisations who think that they could pass on the stickers to their supporters. So, inviting people to contact us via email, put in orders if you like, and we can send them out packs. I've put in money in the budget for postage, so I'm hoping. We've, we've got enough to send them around.
1: Yeah, because um, it's, it's interesting to see, yeah. see what the legacy with this would be. Do you see an ongoing yeah. campaign or working with another partner, like an NGO or another organisation that can help with this and keep it going? Because we've had stuff... Like going back, oh, it was over 10 years ago, getting closer to 12, 13 years ago, Vic Rhodes yep. put out a series of stickers, you know, look for cyclists you put on the inside of your car. And then they got yep. didn't get properly implemented when that, that campaign mm. happened. And then uh, Boyd Fraser, who's a Melbourne cycling advocate, really put the pressure on Vic Rhodes to start re-putting these things out. And yeah. you, can, you get these stop-start things and you really do need that longevity and legacy to... Yes.
0: It's um, it's a tricky one. I originally, when I was at the community forum, I said, why don't we why don't we try and bring back the look right, look left, look bike stickers? Because I grew up with those in the yeah, 80s, yeah, and they were fabulous. They were bright yellow, and I thought, well, not reinvent the wheel. Let's let's bring those back. And then I couldn't really find them. And when I researched around the world to find out what other stickers were around, it's really only um, Portland. Uh, San Francisco, they've got a few Mm. I'm a bike-friendly car stickers, but nothing that's particularly bold. I wanted black, white and red. I wanted it really clear. So, yeah, I guess with 7,000 stickers I'm hoping to to see where this goes and then I'll reassess at the end and try and work out. We've had suggestions for let's put these on mugs and T-shirts and all sorts of things. So I'm looking at other design platforms where people could go on and order those sorts of things if they like. But for now, it's just about seeing where can we get these stickers. And I'm hoping that um, I'm heading to Northern Territory later in the week for, for a little bit of a holiday. So I'm hoping that we can get some photos of these stickers all around the state and, you know, start that on Instagram and maybe maybe try and build momentum and just see, just see how it goes having
1: these stickers well you've got um, the all-important hashtag and uh, <laughs> and you've yes. got you've got the all-important thing that it can go on the back of a, of a vehicle and you know even if people aren't across yep. you know things like the the internet sort of uh, monolith these days they still see things on the back <laughs> of a car like you know it was interesting last night we we're off doing a shop and um, th- there's a car with you know one of these build the link Stickers and I'm like, oh god, yeah, because they're still going on about East West Link. We had a thing here on Saturday, oh. but a few cars along, there was someone with, still with a Trains Not Tolls <laughs> campaign sticker, oh. and I'm like, yay! So, you know, it's you know, you it's we- this, mes- this messaging you see in supermarket car parks, <laughs> so yeah, get it we out did there.
0: Joke on the weekend, we were joking that we might have to have black markers where you can put my ex lover is a cyclist or <laughs> my ex wife and change them over the years should things things change in your life. But, um, yeah, no, look, I think the message is neutral enough that we hope it will last. And, you know, I, I guess to see whether, to see what it starts, if it does start a conversation, it's already started a conversation in my family. Uh, my mum's probably listening and will, will kill me for starting this, but um, she's not a huge fan of cyclists. And, you know, I've been riding since my early 20s, and I know it's because she's scared of me being on the road but at the same time she's scared when they whiz past her in bike lanes and in traffic and um, so she's often talked about not liking cyclists and I was like, well,
1: I'm going to do this sticker campaign you're going to need to put this on your car. It's so, kind of, uh, of a default thing for fear, isn't it? It's an interesting one yeah. and I think
0: that's... I, I think at the heart of it there's, there's a lot of that. We're, yeah, we are scared of uh, things out of our control and... Um, and once we're inside cars, there is something quite strange about not remembering our relationship to other people mm. when we're busy trying to get somewhere.
1: That's a very valid point to bring up. So just a quick description of these stickers. They're, um, oh, yes. they're rectangular in shape. They're <laughs> 200 by 60 millimetres. <laughs> yep, they're the rectangular
0: in, yeah, in, in shape. They'll look beautiful on the back of any car. Preferably to the right. I've had friends say they they want to put them on the side of their their cars. Uh, it says there's a small on the right hand side of the sticker. There's a a black uh, image of of half a bike cropped, and then the the statement is: My dad, my mum, my wife, my brother, sister, friends, family, lovers, 14 different variations is a cyclist.
1: 14. And Yes. Geez, you went there, very didn't nuts. you? So it's kind of black and I did go there. It's black and it. it's black and red, so basically the my is yep. a cyclist is black and the um relationship the ch- is red. Yes.
0: That's right. Yeah. So the changing word the message of care is in red. Yes. yes. And, um, and I'm a cyclist too. That's one of them, of course. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's
1: on my car. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's a few good ones here. Um, So we got asked the all-important question. Um, You're mailing them out across Australia now, but if you people want to get some and they want some of a particular thing, where can they go and how can they get them?
0: Right. Well, I would either email us directly because we're having bike stores contact us, but, of course, that because I'm based in Melbourne too, it's only as much as who finds out and can contact us. So whoever anywhere would like to contact us with a bulk order for a bike store, that would be a great way to do it. If you know you work with lots of people who ride bikes and also have car drivers in their lives and would like to share those stickers for sure, um, contact us via email. We're going to, I'll get a sense of how many people want the stickers and then we'll, we'll send out another batch to everyone at the probably towards the end of August.
1: So Sorry. your e- your email would be it's
0: we care for cyclists at gmail.com.
1: And can people also contact you via your Twitter account as well, which is the same?
0: Yeah,
1: Twitter is at
0: care for cyclists.
1: And what about the possible thing? Is is can people still send a message through that or not? Since the campaign yeah, is closed,
0: definitely. Possible. The campaign is um, not accepting payment anymore, but mm-hmm. you can definitely contact us via the page for sure. And that's possiblewith1z.com. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a strange URL, but it's backslash project, backslash 196836. But if you go on the site and, and do a bit of a search around, you'll see the We Love Cyclists. Campaign. Yeah,
1: just chuck that in. We love cyclist sticker campaign, and it will come up. Yeah, well, that's right. That's been absolutely lovely to speak to you today about that today, Emily. And thanks, um, Chris, we should, we should be in touch, I think, about this because. I'm sorry, there's a lot to talk about. There is a lot to talk <laughs> about. Anyway, um, yeah. thank you so much, and we'll um, we'll probably be in touch shortly. Okay. Thank you.
0: So. Take care. Bye. Bye. Do you want to be like the rich and famous? Do you want a tax deduction? Donate to 3CR Radiophon. I can't promise you a tax refund like Mr Murdoch's $882 million, but I can promise you a legal, legitimate tax deduction if you donate to the 3CR Radiophon. Do like the rich and famous do. Direct your taxes to your favorite cause, your favorite program on Community Radio 3CR and tell Toxic Tony where to go. Donate now. Don't leave it till tomorrow. 0394198377 and if you're computer literate, 3cr.org.au.
1: And you're back listening to Yarra Bosco User Group Radio on Community Radio 3CR 855 and Digital. And thanks to Emily for the chat about We Care for Cyclists stickers and we'll put all the details up on the podcast so um, so you can find out more about that. Okay, uh, coming up tomorrow is the Public Transport uh, Not Traffic Race to Town Hall and uh, you can go to the Public Transport Not Traffic website to find out more about that. That's on between 9 till 10 a.m. or possibly later tomorrow. And that's basically travelling to the uh, Richmond Town Hall from within the city of Yarran. who gets, you know, who can travel there the fastest or longest and they actually do show up deficiencies or good things within the public transport system. And I believe there may be something to do with bikes with that tomorrow. And if um, I find out, it will be on um, Yarra Bicycle User Group Twitter or Facebook. There's also a main Yarra Trail closure at Cremorne Bridge because uh, VicTrack are doing work down there. So that's basically the Burnley Wharf area. And that's going to be uh, off-peak closures between 10 to 3... Oh, t- 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., and that's between uh, Tuesday to, I think, Thursday. So uh, keep that in mind. And also upcoming is Community Bike Workshops, their contribution to justice, sustainable trans- urban transport and social economy, and that's going to be next Tuesday the 18th at uh, 221 Bovary Street, Carlton, and I uh, should have more about that. Um, hopefully I'll be talking to Simon next week. Anyway, that's all we've got time for this week. Uh, The podcast should be up on 3cr.org.au or yarrabug.org forward slash radio. And um, um, forget that um, all us announcers, presenters are volunteers on 3CR. So make sure you subscribe or donate to us to keep us on air. And also, if you're still going to uh, get that uh, Radiothon donation in, make sure you make your pledge to Yarra Bicycle User Group Radio. Anyway, um, up next, we will have Dirt Radio.
0: Pedal your blues away. All your troubles away. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.